Welcome. Let me introduce episode ten. Elliot Kerr and Ben Pettit are on the panel. How are you doing? Both of you. Good. How are you? I'm great. I'm doing good. I'd like to say, as a protest, I've not bought a microphone, so fuck that. It's cake. I don't hear any of your chat today. I know you're listening to the pod because you listen every week, but mic- microphone's out, is what I say. Um, just a special special message before we crack on to our topics. Um, Joe's currently in Dubai doing his little scouting mission to, to see if he can like get some more fans out there. He's also gone there to source those masks, which have finally become available, but in Do- Dubai only. So that's a little update for um, the masks. And Ted is dead. And Ted is no longer with us. R.I.P. Ted. Although Assassin's Creed requests that in Pache. So um, to to kick off, what we what we're saying about today's games? First of all, we've got Jack Grealish versus um, Wolves. Elliot, I've heard you some, uh, some words to say about Jack Grealish and his recent outings. Do you want to divulge? Or... I had some words to say about... No, I, I don't really want to speak on the boy having fun, to be honest. It's just good old nothing light-hearted good fun, isn't it? But then again, why would you ever let someone take that fucking photo of yourself? That is... Light-hearted hanky-panky. Yeah, exactly. Jack Grealish doing the stanky. Yeah. Well, predictions for the game? Uh, uh, that's got like one all written all over it, in my opinion. Who's home? Not that that matters anyway. But... Wolves are home. Um, I don't know, I think. Oh, no, Fabio Silva's starting. Um, yeah. Well, I didn't think that. Obviously, I think, I think Wolves will win. Three uh, one. You're a big that, Fabio Silva's a youngster, right? What's that? Fabio Silva's a youngster, right? Yeah. Uh, he's an unsponsored youngster. If anyone wants to snap him up. Sponsor right. youngster. Oh, can I sponsor a youngster as well? Other sponsored youngsters are available. Yeah, you've got a whole. Yeah. Who else? Who, who else calling out for a sponsored youngster? Well. Speaking of sponsored youngsters, can I just say Conor Gallagher? Oh, this is our last one. Yeah, two goals, arguably a couple man of the match performances. I, honestly, I think he's player of the season. Not even just sponsored youngster, just an all round player of the season. It's also, I mean, to mention my youngster quickly, Mason um, is taking leaps and strides forward. He's ignoring all the negative press and the rumours surrounding his personal life and um, he's back on form and uh, well I don't know how the United derby's going to go but that could go uh, I think that could be a, a, a mega thrashing to be honest I think City might run away with it but that will have nothing to do with Mason yeah a bit worrying City turned it on in the last couple of weeks isn't it? yeah and, and Serge is back he's not starting though I fucking yeah but he'll be on the bench <laughs> yeah. Bring him on when they're four 0 up. This has got United win written all over it, though. No, it doesn't, Ben. Not not this time. 
I don't, I don't think this time. I think City are in that sort of, you know, when they pick up that form, like mid-season mid, mid form and they start battering teams. I feel like that's going to happen today. I'll say 4-1 City. I reckon it'll be like a, it'll be a tight-knit first half and then it will just, City will just fucking run away with it, I think. I reckon 2 all. Nah. I just think... Actually, no. I retract my um, close first half statement. They're going to be like two new up half time, and United might get one back. What do you say, Elliot? If, if we move on to um, your to uh, Ollie, what's your opinion? In our Man United exclusive. I think. I mean, Tuesday night was tactically the wrong sign up, in my opinion. I think the reason why we beat them in the first leg is that we. Defended very well. They just had numbers in the middle of the park. For some reason, Oli decided to change that to a five at the back with three midfielders and leave Donny van der Beek on the bench. But in the Leipzig game, Donny van der Beek was probably the most important player in that first half just because he's so good at ball retention and just breaking the lines with his passes, like his quick passes. But yeah, obviously. I think 3-2 is quite flattering, to be honest. It's quite flattering, to be honest. It's quite flattering, to be honest. Flattering, to be honest. To the United. I mean, the first, yeah, yeah, yeah. I th- the goals are a bit of a shambles, and obviously it, it made it slightly more bearable. We were, I was on the verge of turning it off at 70 minutes, and two goals came, went in. Um, but, yeah, I, I think 3-2 is very sl- flattering. The first, their third goal, I'm not sure if you saw it, but it was fucking horrendous. Maguire is just so well. Lindelof just gives a stupid ball away. Like, Twan does really well to win the ball. Lindelof just gives it away. Then they get another crossing opportunity. Maguire leaves it for De Gea. De Gea is obviously because it's De Gea. And then he bottles it out of the 50-50. And then, yeah. I mean, well, if that didn't go in, we'd... So, what do you think? Um, you know, if United lose heavily today, um, which is quite likely. Yeah. What do you think of, about Ollie's? Me and Rob. Uh, yeah, me and Rob were talking about this yesterday. I think I don't think a loss is bad for him. I, I think there's probably enough to keep him still. Whether it's from the fans, it's probably not from the fans, but from Woodward and Co. I think there's still enough faith and effort being installed in him to, for him to be able to survive a loss against City today. I mean, as we were saying, City are turning on the heat at the moment. So I think if if it's a good game and it's close, I, I think he'll be fine. But yeah, you're starting to get into the danger zone. If, if it feels like 4-5-0, if it's like an absolute shocker, I think anyone's going to be under yeah. a high level of scrutiny. I was talking about United transfers to my dad on walking um, Richmond Park today. And, uh, you know, Pogba, 80 million. I, I just don't... The, the whole transfer strategy with United has gone out the window since Fergie left. There's no sort of, like, cheeky signings, you know. There's too much pressure. Put, you know, Maguire, 80 million. You've, and just to resolve their whole, you know, uh, centre-back issue, 80 million, he's not... Pogba should be starting every weekend and doing amazing with the 80 mil, but it's too much pressure. 
which they they can't actually deal with it. Those players. No, it's just it's just being a United player, isn't it? And being trying to sign as United. I suppose, like you say, since Fergie's left, our transfer business tactics have been refuse to pay what you're asking for for two months and then right for the deadline, cave in and pay 10 mil or 20 mil more than what you're asking for because of yeah. that's they And like you say, then you just end up with ridiculously high transfer fees. You can't get... I, mean, like, I don't think we owe... In that, in that market at the time, I think Pogba was worth the money he was paid for. But obviously, it's just not gone that way. Whereas Maguire, you can objectively say 18 million is a fucking... Leicester is sat there laughing when United come in with 18 million. Especially now. I mean, he's improved. His last couple of... Like, the last month, he's been all right. But he's not a Premier League winning... But now he has to start every game because he's 80 million. Now he's the club captain when he's not really a leader... Anyway, so you know, what he did in Greece, he's the bloody captain of United and, you know, <laughs> leading by example. <laughs> I, I know he's on that public... Bruno, who... who, 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 who oh, Bruno, Bruno should be captain. Yeah. And then, you know, it should... Because, he, he, you know, he's captain at Lisbon, wasn't he? No, I mean, he's... He captain every uh, uh, Unesia, I think. Uh, captain at Lisbon. He's captain United. He was captain against PSG. Bruno Fernandes at Unesia. Yeah, he started off in. He went to Italy as a youngster. Can't believe we didn't snap him up at Watford. <laughs> he was at um, somewhere else before that as well. Important. Oh, yeah, it's gonna really bug me. Sampdoria. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So he started in Italy. Was he at? Have I not just gotten mixed up? Yeah, he started off at Udinese. I know he was in Italy, but was he, he started at Udinese yeah. in like when he was sort of like a prop like seven or eight years ago, and then went to Sampdoria, then went back to Spain. He used to be a good youngster on FM, like back in the sort of FM fourteen. If you want to go back to that? Is it, he's younger than Paul Pogba. Pretty mad. How old is Pogba now? Sorry. 28, Bruno's 20. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a bit of a shit show at the moment. We need a new centre back. We need that marquee winger sign, and we need depend depend. I I just like why can't United go out of their way and you know get a a centre back like Koulibaly, who's you know renowned, had, had consistent seasons in Europe and the Champions League. Spend. Quite a bit of money on him, but then you know they bought Maguire from Leicester after one good season for eighty million. So it's, it's really strange. Ridiculous. Well, they're trying to. I think. I think obviously a lot of the, it's rebuilding the Man United ethos, and for some reason, I think they thought, "Oh, Maguire's English. Let's get him." Like, yeah, yeah. I think it doesn't make, make sense because. I mean, now we're linked with Mancano when we could have got him in the summer for 15 million more, but we've waited till the next summer because he's 10 mil cheaper. And now he's most likely going to go to Munich or Liverpool. Oh, yeah. Well, he, he's had another six business. Yeah, in the Champions League. So, 
Mm. That's the difference. One signing I make is if we sell Pogba, I can't, I don't know how you pronounce it. Is it Kemavinga? Like 18 year old who plays for Ren or Lille or someone. He's going to Madrid. really good. Is he? I don't know, rumours. But he's only like 30 mil, like, and it's just like, fuck it, why not? Take a punt. His he doesn't go to the vacuum that is United, though. <laughs> yeah. All the I really players go there that are, like, that. that are class before and then end up being really good after and just suck at United. There's, there's a real problem there at, at the moment. It sort of like downgrades them. They just like sort of lose that sort of confidence. And I don't know where that comes from. I have a manager. But... Everyone here has opinions on Lukaku, and I know I'm, I love him bits. But how can you go from being arguably one of the best strikers in the Prem when he was at Everton to all over the shop at United to now he's talked about being one of the best strikers in Europe again? He's definitely top 10 strikers in the world. I don't want to argue about it. I reckon top five. I think top ten, not top five. But yeah, no, you're right. There, it, it's obviously just the amount, of, the amount of pressure you're under at United. It's just it must crumble you. Like, think about it. When was the last player to actually sign for United and actually do well? Bar Bruno Fernandez. I'm personal. <laughs> yeah, probably. That was, like, what? that was what? Eight years ago? Nine years ago? Yeah. Seven years ago? I was watching um, Ruud van Nistelrooy's top 10 goals on the toilet. Um, and uh, <laughs> what a player. Yeah. When was the last time United signed a defender that was like, consistently good? Wan Bissaka. I feel like you can't say he's been consistently good. I feel it's too early to say. Uh, yeah, he's got a lot of potential. Some of, some of the stuff he was doing against Leipzig was. I mean, if you saw that on the sixth, oh, game subbed off. In terms of centre back, no one. I can't remember the last no, time they. Signed. No. Eric Bailly. Other than Vidic, when was the last time they signed a good centre back? Eric Bailly so showed glimpses, but then just so many injury problems. I it's mean, like they're all banned by Eric Bailly. Other than Arsenal, I've never known a club be so bad at buying centre backs. Yeah, I can't literally name one that's been consistently good since. Well, Charlie, you want to, Charlie can do a five-minute speech about. Steve Lynch was pretty reliable. Chris Smalling. Phil Jones. Phil, jo- Phil Jones, youngster of the future. Phil Jones, the same age as Pogba, or like a year older. He's not even old. Yeah, but that's the, the difference between you know Ferguson. This is why Ferguson's a god because when United sent Phil Jones for eighteen million, he was unbelievable. I mean, unbelievable might be pushing it. Nah, well, Ben, he, he was definitely you know the next big thing. Phil, Jones. Phil, Phil Jones. Jones was class when he was eighteen. I'm not. I'm not going to say he, he wasn't. Bill Jones was in the 2018 World Cup squad. Think about that. That's dis- that's a disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Two years ago, he was in the England World Cup squad. I think Southgate should be sacked for that. To be honest. What's he What's he doing right now? There's so many people at United just you know. And their checks paid regularly and just not doing anything. Jesse Lingard's just, you know, 
on holiday. Jones has got a long-term injury. Or he's, he's at the back end of a long-term injury. He's, he's buzzing to get him back in the team. I don't know, it's a great powerhouse figure, isn't it? It's a leader. It's a, it's a 100k a week. Spirit. Well, imagine that. You come in, training one morning, and you're a bit, you're a bit short of confidence. You see fucking Phil Jones fucking trying to kick a ball around. You're like, fuck me, I'm not that bad. That's a, pick, that's a lift, isn't it? Yeah. No, when he probably skins Phil Jones in training, in the reserve training, and then he's like, you know, over the moon. <laughs> ben, wait, wait, so Everton, Chelsea, predictions? Difficult uh, because Chelsea do quietly confident, historically bad record at Everton. Uh, lost there quite badly last season. Three uh, one in the end. Um, and I was reading an article about apparently the only times we really won in recent years is seasons we won the title. So it might be quite a good little barometer for that. I think we've got a good squad, good confidence, and Everton having no fans, or well, only 2,000 fans helps us out. So, And James Rodriguez has sort of realised it gets shit cold in Everton. In Liverpool. <laughs> I've, I've taken out my team. So, I don't know. I'm going to say a confident, you know, maybe 3-1 win. I can see Calvert-Lewin getting a goal. but I could see it being one all. Really, and I don't think that's a, a terrible result for Chelsea because Everton are. I think in Everton's form that would be a pretty poor result. In Everton's Chelsea form, have, yeah, Everton are out of form. No, oh yeah, okay. I'd say if, if with Everton's form, that's quite a poor result. If we want to be confident of coming, say top two, we need to be. Yeah, them. yeah, definitely. I've brought Pulisic into the squad. I saw that. I tried to snap him up. I see the advantages of being last in the league. <laughs> First right. <laughs> um, yeah, to be honest, I'm absolutely smashing fantasy at the moment. I just want to put that out there. So I'm loving life. You are killing it. It's currently, uh, currently top one, 1. 1.4% of, of worldwide players, you know. That's what you get on this pod. That's, that's surely crossed the line. Exclusive of Ben Petit. Life on, life on top of fantasy. <laughs> Email in if you want any fantasy tips. Tell Rob I help him out as well if he needs some tips. I can see him struggling down the bottom there. Same with you, Chaz. Yeah. To be fair, um, Rob was supposed to be on this pod, but um, unfortunately, let everyone down, let his family down. He was supposed to be his debut. And uh, alcohol related incident has occurred. He's like bottling it. So, uh, Rob, um, get out of bed and sort your life out. Rob went. Rob went on the on the pisser with Jack Grealish and ended up in a. <laughs> so um, um, let's do a let's do a quick um, Sunday. Southampton, Sheffield United. I think Sheffield United are going to get absolutely battered. Predictions. Four nil. Four nil. Yeah. I'm going to say Sheffield are going to get a gun. I say two one. I think 3 0 Southampton. Palace, Tottenham. Uh, Sorry. I'm going to say another 2 1. No. What, to Spurs? 2 0 Spurs. 
Uh, two nil Spurs. One nil Spurs. Okay. Cheeky 2-1 win Palace. Really? Yeah, Zaha. Oh, I love that guy, Eze. He's class. Yeah. yeah very very skillful. Is he ex-Chelsea, Dad? No, QPR. Oh, yeah. I don't know where he was before that. Fulham um, Liverpool? Apparently Jota's out, so could be a big miss. Is he? Yeah, he's he's, oh, he's on the on the fence. I reckon Liverpool solid two 0 win. Fulham aren't looking too bad, to be fair, but I still think two 0 mm. Yeah, I can't see Fulham winning that. Um, push the boat out and go free. If Fulham are home. I might go for three two Liverpool. Few goals. Yeah, I can see goals. I can see Dutch players. I can see Dutch players. <laughs> Arsenal Burnley. <laughs> oh, honestly, <laughs> Burnley one nil. One all over. Arsenal were just disgusting, me. <laughs> What about that El Nani banger, though? Absolute filth. Europa League. Would you not take Joe Willock? Do you not reckon Joe Willock would start at Chelsea? Who's the best Joe something cock? Joe Wilcock or Joe Allcock? You punch in there. That's, that's, that's outrageous content. <laughs> Leicester Brighton to top it all off. That's, that's a, that, do you reckon Vardy's going to slide tackle another rainbow flag again? <laughs> yeah, probably. I've never seen someone just demolish something like that. He just munched it. Yeah, but that, that's his, you know, his Red Bull routine. Just break corner flags for fun. It's his USP. I don't think I've ever seen a corner flag break. Like they just fall over, right? I've just never seen. Yeah, it's just shattered, like one of those shatterproof yeah. pillars in like secondary school. It's like a, it's a he two-footed that flag. So that's that dangerous. That looks, shard, that looks shardy, shardy like a melody that was all over the pitch. If I'm honest, <laughs> I think that he, uh, he signed it and then gave it to Leicester's like. Um, Inclusive charities like Cell. So yeah, like obviously because he, he was so much stick about, he was getting so much stick about apparently being like homophobic. But actually, it's just because he fucking hates Sheffield when Sheffield. I don't. I also on the Vardy chat. I don't. Think we've ever really done the full poll of you two. Whose side are you on? That surely crossed the line. Is now covering Rebecca Vardy and Colleen Rooney court case and we have some inside knowledge let's go to Elliot Kerb, Ben Pettit and Charlie Skipper what Rebecca's or Jamie's well um, that was in court the other day I can't remember I saw it in the news um, yeah we're allowed to speak on the ongoing court matters I think that might be against the no we, we've been judged we're allowed to talk about it I spoke spoke to the judge you spoke to Amanda Knox 
<laughs> Not her. I spoke to um, Philip Philip Greening, the um, the judge of the case. Sir Philip Green. Um, is but he guy, is he the guy that used to wear on top top? Yeah, yeah, he is, he's actually the judge. But um, yeah, I'm 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 all the way. I'm Abby Clancy anyway, so I, I I stick out of Colleen and Rebecca's beef. All-time best wag. I'm not going to say what I was going to say because it's just going to get cut. But I'm leaving uh, it. Out. <laughs> fans want to hear it. Oh, Joe's joining the pod. Joe. Good. Yeah, he's, he's entering. Oh, this exclusive. Exclusive. Inter- international podder currently on his scouting mission in Dubai. He's just joining us now live. How are you doing, Joe? Hello, Good. Good. You look very How's tan. everyone? All good. Joe, you, you, you look like you're in prison. Don't look like prison um, yeah, that's what <laughs> they do. You allowed to drink alcohol in Dubai? Yeah, not on the street though. Not on the street. No, okay. that shit. I do like it. Alongside showing too much flesh, that's that's how you get thrown in prison. So, Joe, just explain why why you're in Dubai, other than getting the uh, that surely crossed the line masks finally through. Joseph Alcock, a man with a mission to finalise those laterally crossed the line masks. His ventures deep into Dubai to get those materials are well underway and you should be seeing them on the shelves of local supermarkets soon. Yeah, so I've just been testing some materials out here. Some fresh Dubai materials, some threads, and hopefully we should have some masks by the new year. Um, speaking to the suppliers. You know, I thought I had to take action, take it into my own hands, come can out you, here. Can you commit to that, Joe? Can you commit yeah. to that? Yeah. It's finally happening. The threads. Oh, dear. What did I interrupt in? What were we speaking about? <laughs> we were talking about wags. <laughs> Who's the time best wag? We were saying, um, what, what's your who who side are you on between um, Rebecca Vardy and Colleen Rooney? Um, or the corner flag. Rebecca Rebecca Vardy, maybe. I, I can't remember. Sure. I don't know. I don't know who I prefer. Yeah, Colleen. Well, Joe, just what? I can't remember. We've we've been speaking to the judge in the social media case, and so we have quite a lot of inside knowledge. So, if you have any questions, just ask us. Elliot has actually um, been writing up notes as well. <laughs> you know, like when you see on the news the reporter outside the court. That's I've been doing that. <laughs> ask him. Yeah, both both Colleen and Rebecca refused to comment, but uh, I'll get them one day. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Hey, you get your grubby little mitts So, Joe, have you found any um, hot prospects whilst you're out in Dubai? Very limited out here. Not much, not much talent on the beach. No. Um, what about 
it's been very disappointing. And what, and what about the footballers? Yeah, that's what I meant. Hey! hey. <laughs> you have to cut that one. Cut that one out as well. <laughs> that's legal tender. That's staying in. Yeah. No, <laughs> unfortunately, severe lack of talent on the on the shores of Dubai. Severe lack of talent. Yeah. No one to bring back for the sixth side. Are there any famous Dubaian footballers? Is Dubaian the right person? The person? I don't actually know. Dubaian? I don't, yeah, I can't think of anything else. So yeah, let's run with it. Dubai. Let me, I'm going to look up Dubaian footballers. Dubai. Who's the, didn't the UAE have a team in the, in the, um, in the Olympics? Or am I making that up? Yeah, they did. He's got that. Don't they have that guy with like a like an afro? Yeah, the afro bloke is unreal. He's really like good. Very. No, he looks a bit like Joe's brother. Yeah, plays like him too. Yeah. Um, he's called Omar Abdul Omar Abdul Rahman. Fast, mm. great talent. Oh, I remember Walid Hussein. <laughs> He was, he was rapid. They're all rapid on FIFA, that FIFA. They were all like 90 plus speed. And I was just like, surely not. Walid Hussein was rapid. Al Jazeera seems to be the big, the big squad. They're quite minted, aren't they? Al Jazeera. I, I wouldn't know. Hey, buzzing about the new six aside, by the way. Oh yeah, that's a that's a pod exclusive. Dave Dave Dreamer has got a new league. Got a new, we've got a new team. What's, what's, what's our team name now? Bill's Dreamers. No, it's the same name. No, Dave's Dreamers. We need the alliteration again. It has to be Bill's something else. Bill's. Bill's boys. I was going to say Bill's boys, but that sounds a bit. <laughs> <laughs> wow, um, oh dear. What are you doing today then? What time is it in Dubai? Four forty-two. Really hungover from yesterday. All so all that street drinking. Yeah, all of the street drinking. Um, <laughs> Call the police. Yeah. It's been it's been confirmed on the pod. I'm now in, I'm now in a cell. Yeah. <laughs> we can just that we have two or, three, two or three of our listeners are members of the Dubai Police Force. So. <laughs> well, Joe, since you're out there, you might be our first Dubai listener when this pod comes out. Boosting <laughs> yeah. the international number pod. I'm yeah. sure my friend Callum would love to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> But other than that, tonight, I think we're having a takeaway. I want to watch the Chelsea game, but it's at midnight here. I suppose you can't so, watch the Joshua fight either. No, that's on at 2. And we're going to be going to some pools at 6am tomorrow. Ooh. In, in near the desert. Nice. Um, but I doubt that's going to happen at surely, that time. Get out for that, surely. Get out in public.
And here's a That Surely Crossed the Line exclusive on um, the panellists' personal lives. Um, what's everyone's plan from the 20th up until Christmas? Because I've got nothing on and I've got loads of time off work. I'm going to predict tier three, my plan. <laughs> it's tier three coming. So... I'd be shocked if there's no tier three next week. As long as it comes after El Pastor, I'm, I'm fine. When is that? When are you going to that? Next Thursday. Yo, you're missing out on Ted's night tonight. We're all going Ted. No, you mean? Yeah, we're fine. Actually, when, I, when I saw that, I was absolutely gutted. He's releasing himself. He's letting himself out of the cage. Anthony Joshua and I had Ted's exclusive. I enjoyed, I enjoyed that Skipper had to say it on the chat. <laughs> well, Ted, you, know, you know, Elliot, Elliot, we're not actually going to be watching the Anthony Joshua fight. We're actually watching Ted and Hugh fight to death. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a problem with that, to be honest. Um, I'm watching them fight over, a, like, a bird or something. Ted's, invite, Ted's inviting, like, 15 birds over. <laughs> He's paid for them all. It's going like, oh, to be, it's gonna be like the Barnes Wetlands Centre at Ted. Oh, uh, <laughs> here we go. Uh. <laughs> Some Egyptian geese. <laughs> this has gone off on a tangent. <laughs> Major tangent. Bop, 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 bop.